Greetings. My name is Caitlin Danvers, and I have been told to read the following. Previously on the rolls we made. Salt, Hemlock, and Wren engaged in final combat with the dream form of Viol and the Red One, who had been fully controlled by Viol's power. The battle was fierce, and at its conclusion, the gang emerged victorious, but still within the strange play world that they had been in this whole time. Wren checked her assistant director's clipboard to see what to do next, only to be told to do the final scene, which they didn't know what that meant. Then, the Kirik, the massive spectral figure that Viol had summoned, emerged and attacked the gang. Salt fell down a cliff in the onslaught, and when all seemed lost, Wren wisely reset the scene by writing into her clipboard. The gang then returned to moments before their defeat, and Hemlock, using the death mark in his hand showing Luant killing him, did the final scene and died. The gang reawakened in the Spring Willow Auditorium, hurt and tired, but having stopped the plans of the Red One once and for all. What impact will this victory bring? Welcome to Patch Day. At the conclusion of the last uh, the last arc, y'all <laughs> were hurt very badly. Yeah. It was some shit. Um, Hemlock and and Ren were pretty much near death. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hemlock was dead for a second. He rolled. Yeah, yeah. he had to roll because he died. Oh damn. Yeah. Um, it got intense. But in the in the immediate aftermath of the uh, the third act, both of you lost consciousness. Mm-hmm. Salt, you did not lose consciousness. You fell off a cliff. I did. And you were kind of comatose. Um, uh, when, it was when, nice. When Ren reset the scene, you kind of were unable to sort of um, react, like what was happening. Um, so, so let's peaceful. let's take a let's take a quick a quick roll. Well, I said you could just work in a roll, but um, oh, what'd you get? Two. Oh, that's fine. Oh, two. <laughs> two. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> two, 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 four. Oh shit. shit, man. Twice as good. <laughs> um, the sum of both of our parts. Yeah. Hemlock, you um come back to consciousness very, very tired. Mm. And when you wake up, you see uh that you are lying in a bed in what looks like a you know, like a hospital, a fantasy hospital room. Okay. Um looking out like there's there's light kind of pouring into the window. Where you are, it looks like it's um, it's it's midday, um, so you don't you're kind of lo- don't know how long you've been laying. Do I have bandages around my head? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> um, you have bandages like sort of all over you. Oh, tight. Um, I look real cool. Yeah, uh, like you 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 kind of start to sit up, and uh, and your your midsection is is heavily. Heavily banded. I, that's right. I died. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you look in the room that you're in, and it's a pretty threadbare kind of a hospital room, um, as as most typically are. They're very utility utility based. It's a single room. Mm-hmm. Um, the door is open, um, and you can occasionally see like people walking by it, like nurses and things like that. Inside the room is, aside from the bed that you're laying on, there's a chair. Uh, on the left-hand side that is currently unoccupied, there's a few, like, um, cabinets that probably contain medical equipment. And on the right side of the uh, of the room is another chair 
that's facing a second chair to form sort of like a spot where someone could could lay down. Um, and sitting there is uh, Beatrix, your sister, who is just reading a magazine. Nestle. <laughs> um, just yeah. wait. Just I like. It looks like she's kind of like trying to stay focused on on reading, but is otherwise just kind of sitting there, just waiting. <clears throat> and Beatrix hears you kind of cough a little bit. She goes, "Oh, hey, look who's awake." Yeah, hey. How you doing? Uh, Let me guess. Terrible. Yeah, I'm in some sort of mummy. And I think that that when you say that, she goes up and she goes, uh, they they said you didn't need that many bandages, but I showed them. Yeah, why? <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. It's well, so funny. It keeps the blood inside. That's that, important. Yeah. So here's the part where I go, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Look, first of all, I'm hungry. I'm hungry right now. Make an insight check. Oh. Mm. Whether she has food in her pocket. <laughs> What'd you got? It's a one. <laughs> no insight for you. <laughs> you don't. Okay. I don't know shit. You die. <laughs> a fucking idiot. She seems cool. Oh, <laughs> she seems chill. Um, you make that I'm hungry joke, uh-huh. and then Beatrix goes, "What the fuck happened to okay, you? Seriously? Okay, first of all, bandages. Chill out. Yeah, I know. Chill out." What? You got stabbed in the chest. Do you know how disorienting it is to get a knock at the door from deputy? I didn't give him a name yet. Yeah. We haven't taught dreads. Oh, deputy dreads. dreads. We'll just call him deputy dreads. Deputy dreads. dreads <laughs> saying <laughs> that you, you were, might be dead. Do you know how disorienting it is to get stabbed in the chest and dying? <laughs> you probably shouldn't yell because you're going to tear your stitches. Oh, God, you're right. That hurts. Jesus Christ, Hemlock. What happened? Look, look, there's a lot that's been going on lately. And 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 it's it's honestly too big of a story to recite currently into a microphone. So and I'm not going to say that this is par for the course, but this has kind of been par for the course. What do you mean this is par for the course? I mean, it's the first time I've died, but I don't know if it's going to be the last <laughs> time I've died. <laughs> might not be the last. Yeah, it might not be the last. Beatrix um, reaches over to the chair that she was sitting in. She kind of turns and she says, okay, so here's, here's what's up. Mm -hmm. They asked if I talked to mom and dad about what happened to you. Mm -hmm. And I lied. You said, said, yeah, I said, yeah, I said I did. Thank you. However, okay. You need to fucking tell me what's going on or I will. Okay. Can this be an off camera conversation? Yeah. This will be an off camera conversation. (laughs) So uh, Beatrix pulls up a chair and sits down. Oh, let's wrap. Let's wrap. I, I what's okay. So hold on for the image of the let's wrap chair. Ooh, it has arms. Yes, that's hard. So she do. has to kind of really maneuver to sit she down. Like, like, so she's like got to put her legs under She steps the in. Arm. Yeah, she steps in one, and I like think she's, she's like, I got, on, I got it, I got it. Like she's putting on pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> she's eccentric, like Hemlock. I know. I love it. <laughs> No, Beatrix gets sits down in the chair and she uh, she listens to you telling um telling some some stuff about what's going on. I have two handholds now. No, you don't. Oh, my one's gone. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. So let's let's quickly. Uh, or is he waiting outside for you outside mm-hmm. the window? Mm-hmm. Oh, the handhole. I thought you said the animal. Oh, <laughs> Jerry. Uh, you you're telling um Beatrix what happened. Uh, let's say, like, do you tell her what happened during the house party? I'm going to just say, like, it's sort of all or nothing. Either you tell her what happened mm. or you don't. I, I I think I do. Yeah. Okay. So uh, do you tell Beatrix everything that happened in the big game arc? Yeah. That one was kind of like, 
a lot of people saw what happened at the end. Yeah, a lot of people know about that. They don't. They don't know about going into the sewer. There's a lot of stuff. Like this is basically me, you saying like Beatrix sort of has the knowledge that I have. Yeah, I think that's important. Okay. Um. I mean, she's my sis. She is, and she seems pretty trustworthy. Well, I mean, she first of all, but does she don't believe you have real magic yet? Yeah, I've shown her, and but that's I mean. So yeah, that's another thing. Do you tell her the specifics of how you got magic, or do you keep that vague? I, I'm going to be full. I think honestly, like with my emotional state after dying and things kind of being buck wild, because as of right now, at least I don't know that salt's back. Well, you know, I salt came back because we reset the scene. But like, yeah, I don't know what's happened to everybody else. All I know is that I died and I kind of came back to life. So I think that at this point, I'm in an emotionally like vulnerable state. And I'm yeah. guessing you, you obviously tell her what happened during the... Uh this previous one. Yeah. yeah. That one's kind Full of transparency. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, like I think it. transparency is important, especially in case something happens and she needs to like get people yeah. to rally. Yeah. Um, okay. So she knows about, also I tell her that, um, it was me who stole her pudding from the refrigerator when we were kids. It was I who stole the pudding stole from the, the she, refrigerator. She, she kills you. Your dad. <laughs> it was me. Uh, she no. loved that pudding. So much. She get, hits you with a snack pack attack and your dunion rings. Okay. Um, <laughs> deadly, deadly pudding. Pudding. Okay. So um, you spend a little bit of time like telling Beatrix sort of from your perspective everything that's kind of happening. Well, this is a story all, all about how, how my life got flipped, <laughs> turned upside down. We I got a fucking handful. It's yeah. sitting right here. Tell you. How I came this r- and orange you tell, and blue And hair. obviously you told her about mm. the handhole. No one can see the handle but us. Like No, yeah. no one can see it but you guys. The adventure with the clay chimera. This is us putting together your save file. I basically give her a we're, link. We're, we're, this is, her this link is us Spotify. generating a save file for the yep. next part of Dragon Age. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right. So um, we'll say that's going to take a while of you conveying to Beatrix all this important important essence. She has me um, sent to an insane asylum. <laughs> uh, no way. She believes uh, No, right. I don't. You could just don't, sneak out. I don't think she does. I think that she's she's just kind of listening intensely to, to, to sort of like this fucking wild ass tale. Mm-hmm. It's been a crazy year at school. It's been a fucking crazy year at school. It's been a fucking crazy year. <laughs> yeah, period. It's been a crazy year. <laughs> Ren. Yes. Um, Tis I. You have a similar experience to Hemlock, in the sense that you wake up in a hospital room. Oh, whoa. Um, you don't feel as bad as he does. You don't necessarily know that, but you, Emma, know that your Ren wasn't hurt as badly. Yeah. You almost yeah. die. He was like at negative health. I was at four. Yeah, you were, you were basically <laughs> fresh. You're yeah. fine. Only health point that matters is the last one. <laughs> That's true. While you're, uh, while you're laying in bed, you sort of have a, a similar experience where you look around, lights pouring in. Um, you know that you're in the hospital where Dr. Helen's office is. You're probably in one of the higher floors. Oh, okay. You wake up and you're looking around the, the room. Um, you can see out the window. You can see you're at the hospital. You can see Spring Willow County from where you are. Ooh, pretty view. Pretty view. Pretty bird. There, <laughs> There's the chairs in the room. There's the cabinets. You can see nurses walking back and forth out front. And then similar to before, there is a chair with someone sitting in it. Um, and this person is asleep. And the person sitting in the chair is Adele. She's tucked under a blanket. Uh, She's watching me. Yeah, it looks like Dell has just been kind of been kind of hanging there um, for a while. Like um, you see that she's still wearing like her Spring Willow uniform. You can kind of tell because you can see like the her coat kind of poking out from under the blanket. Mm -hmm. And it looks like she was she was studying. Like it looks like she was doing some reading like before she fell asleep because like laying on her is a a textbook probably Mm. for like history or something. 
Uh, so yeah, Dell's kind of just uh, sitting there with her. Uh, she's she's sleeping. Um, what do you want to do? <clears throat> but then I pretend to be asleep again um, to see what she does. Uh, Dell kind of. <laughs> okay, you pretend to be asleep. <laughs> so fucking cool of you to be asleep. Um, she she stirs and she uh, she looks over at what she thinks mm-hmm. to be unconscious you. Um, and I don't actually know like in the lore if Ren would do this as a goof because it seems like goof territory. Yeah, it is. I'm goof. She uh, walks over to your your bedside and is looking down. You're kind of like peeking. I'm like this. Make a stealth check, actually. Okay. To see if see if you can you can peek <laughs> without her noticing. That's the that's the key. Fourteen plus a bunch of shit. Um, yeah, you def- that's a success. <laughs> yeah, you kind of steal a glance. A kiss. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> you steal a glance at Dell. She's like crying. Oh. She's. I think she was kind of fine when she was asleep. When she woke up, um, and she well, saw you I like hurt. Like she she's kind of. She's tearing up. She puts her she puts her hand on yours, even though it's like she basically says, um, need to really like you to wake up soon. Oh. oh. And then uh, I wake up. Do you really do you really wake up? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wait a second. I don't want to be too on the nose. Okay, uh, so you kind of pretend to stir awake. Uh, 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 <laughs> mason jars. Uh what? <laughs> <laughs> she's like ren you're awake yeah just now (laughs) not earlier wasn't awake okay yeah what (laughs) how how i'm gonna i gotta i gotta i gotta get a nurse oh yeah i gotta i gotta get a nurse um she she runs over to the to the edge of the door and she like presses a button um and then there's a light appears outside and then she she walks on back and, and she goes um i didn't know if you were gonna wake up were you pretty worried? <laughs> yes, I was pretty worried. Oh. Ren. You... How nice. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're, you're, uh, you were fucked up. Yeah. And Ren, I don't know if you know this, but Hemlock was, was bleeding. He was pretty bad. Like worse than me. I got, I was the lucky one <laughs> out of the, the couple of when us. You, you say that, um, you say that you were the lucky one. And then uh, Del goes, I don't, I don't really know about that. Wait, oh my God. Do I have like no legs or something? <laughs> what? I don't know. Is there something no, you that have, I can... you have legs and she points at them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, is there you something w- you I You wiggle your see? toesies. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we, um, the a nurse comes to check on you and stuff and mm. they, they do some tests and we, we cut to uh, a little bit later. You're able to walk around. Okay. Um, Hemlock can't, but you can. Okay. Dell's uh, Dell's walking with you somewhere um, to a different part of the hospital. She says, "Like, uh, yeah, I had my I had my mom take me out for a couple of days so I could just like keep an eye and stuff because you um, well, you don't know what happened after you hopped into the big crystal, do you? No. And she walks you over to another hospital room, similar to to your layout of the room. Um, Daniel Steffens is in there. Um, my mom. Yeah, yeah. Well, Daniel Steffens is in there, but, but he's, yeah. he's just—he's kind of just like—he—he's just intently staring at um, your mother, Ellen Steffens, who is uh, laying in the hospital bed, and that's it. She's just laying there. She has what I would call a fantasy equivalent of an IV. Yeah, I'm hooked up. Okay. And Dell says, um, she kind of like 
passed out after she helped, I guess, bridge the gap so oh, you could hop no. back through. Oh, yeah. She hasn't woken up yet. How, how are her vitals? We have the technology to know that. Uh, yeah, actually, um, uh, she says like they did. They they got a few clerics in here to take a take a peek and cast some spells on her. Like she seems stable, fine. They don't know why she won't wake up. Hmm. But otherwise, it seems like she's she's okay. She's just like stuck she's, asleep. Maybe she's just tuckered out. That's all. It takes a lot of mind power to bridge the gaps. <laughs> mind the gaps. Mind the gaps. Mind the gaps. <laughs> takes yeah. a lot of power to mind the gap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. D- Daniel Steffens, um, he like, I mean, you're talking not quietly, like you're not like whispering to Dell, yeah. um, which is a thing in real life too. I yes. <laughs> uh, Daniel is, is he doesn't even seem to like notice you. He seems very much just kind of like looking, looking at, at Ellen, um, and, and sort of like ve- cr- crying very softly. Oh, um, what do you do? I'm going to go in there and check on him. Okay. I'll say you walk in. I don't think Daniel says anything when he, he I don't even think he really notices that. Yeah. I think you kind of just it, like, you just kind of walk up next to him, pat him on the back. Yeah. I'd say that you do that. And then he reaches up to like, hold your hand oh. okay. and he doesn't, he just doesn't say anything. He's, he's just sort of not talking. He's just kind of holding your hand and looking at, looking at Ellen, just be there unconscious. And I don't, I think, I think also like, um, I think, I don't think Dell leaves. I think she kind of like stands by the door, just kind of like, waiting uh, hmm. grief and also that's where we that's where we can leave ren <laughs> oh good <laughs> family turmoil just uh, just well no just like yeah it's family turmoil but like your mom's not dead so yeah, but she's <laughs> it a could vegetable. be worse i just roll i'd go behind and unplug the machines no <laughs> bye, bye, mommy. drama um yeah. the last one we'll do is our good buddy salt Hello. Hello. Salt, decide, your experience is decidedly different Ooh. than these two. Okay. Because nothing super wild happened to them. Right. The, uh, well, <laughs> he did I mean, meet like, a bat in a suit. He but... met a bat in a suit and, you know, mom's <laughs> unconscious. But um, <laughs> Salt, when you fell off that cliff, this is where we'll start. Okay. You don't necessarily remember very much about what happened after you fell off the cliff. Which is actually true. It's very good. Yeah, because you you ran you, you Danielle in I real was, life had to go. I was in a weird comatose state. Yeah, in real life too, because you need to eat yep. something. Yep. You uh, ran off uh, from our game. <laughs> um, when you fell off the cliff, uh, you were falling towards um, basically like what you knew to be like a sheer rock surface, like a, just a flat ground, because that's, that's where you would fall. In. And as you were falling, um, I think. Also, Caitlin fell at that same time, mm, yeah. and she kind of dissipated into smoke as she fell because she wasn't like part of this dreamscape. Must be nice. Must be nice. You, however, kept falling until you reached the ground, and when you did, you sort the ground sort of like kind of like if someone threw something at like a piece of saran wrap, mm. it kind of bent inward mm. and then like it pierced, oh. and then salt. Um, it was like a second. Yeah, that you were in this experience before. The next thing you know is you're back standing in the altar room with Ren and Hemlock, and and this is after Ren had reset the scene, which I don't know if you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. But these two almost died, and Ren used her clipboard to reset to back before the Kirik started. Ah, fucking up. smart. Uh, <laughs> when you burst through that, your vision it. Yeah, the, the best way I can describe it is it's like it fractured. Mm. Like you're just looking f- straight ahead and it's all of a sudden like your eyes became a kaleidoscope. 
Whoa. of like of other scenes from sort of an odd perspective. It was the same scene that you were seeing, but in thousands of different iterations. But it was all kind of the same. Did I turn into a bug? No. Well, from <laughs> your 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 vision is bug like, but what you were seeing was very strange. Okay. It was slightly different in most iterations, but it was always about the same where it was salt, you were standing half encased in crystal and you were talking to Veal question mark who was at that time possessed by the possessed by the Carrick in some of the visions like your hair looks different Mm. or you're wearing a different outfit in some of them uh you can see genuine is standing right next to you like a little like a like a dog or something and other times he's not uh sometimes um you can tell like like you you look like you're a lot meaner like you look angrier and then other times you look more sympathetic or you look look happier there's a there's a few where you're standing there with somebody else if you remember the one that you went through you were stuck with with imaginary ellen Mm -hmm. but sometimes you're there with with ren sometimes you're there with uh with hemlock but through all of them it's always the same it's always the same layout of you are at this point you're talking to viol question mark and you can tell like you're, you're, you're saying things to him. You don't necessarily know what they are because from your perspective, it sounds just like, like you can hear it. It sounds like um, 10,000 instruments playing at once in different notes. Like you can't even understand the words, but you definitely get the sense that it's you asking something to this, this person. And then they respond. And again, it sounds like a thousand, like 10,000 instruments playing back um, of all the responses happening at once. And it's just thousands upon thousands of this of the same scene that you you perceive. Salt Salt has like the power of like some kind of deity, like giving her like a lot of her abilities. Like you're fuck you can't fucking handle this. <laughs> it's too much information yeah. at once. It's after you like experience the wholeness of this of this like scene, this this like this vision. That's when you Salt return to you know your single perspective, standing in the altar room, and you just can't talk. Like you're fucking overwhelmed, um, which is canon because Danielle, the player, had to walk away. Yes, and could not talk really. <laughs> Danielle yeah. also saw her reality. Actually, <laughs> you wake up. You're not in the hospital. Uh, you're in your bedroom, at home, um, which has been done up to be like a medical room. Okay. It, when you wake up, you see a book bag was hooking up like a fantasy IV to you. Mm. And uh, he sees that you're you're stirring awake. And he goes, uh, welcome back, madam. <laughs> I see that your sense of speech is as eloquent as ever. Oh. <laughs> uh, he, he, he reaches over to a, to a table and he hands you... Um, I don't know, a diet fantasy soda, something you, you would like. Appreciate uh, with, a, with a big with a big silly straw. Yeah. Uh, he gives you the big silly straw. Um, he doesn't hook it up to the IV. I thought he might. <laughs> uh, but he doesn't. He kind of makes sure you're okay. And then he goes, he, he walks, he basically walks out of view to go do something else. Um, you're not bandaged. You're not necessarily like hurt. You're kind of just nice. laying in, in bed. Yeah, must be nice. <laughs> and in the room is, um, other than your many pieces of fancy furniture in your window that overlooks the town yes. <laughs> um, from a distance up on a hill yes. on the Maximus way. Yes. You smell, um, you smell incense burning um, somewhere nearby. Uh, make a religion check. A religion check. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we don't have 
have many of those. No, very rare. 13. 13, and I think your religion score is higher than zero. Um, yeah. Uh, let me take a look real quick. Um, it's plus two. Nice. And so, so 15? Yeah. Um, you have a close personal relationship with Jesus. I sure do. Jesus or Fa- Fantasy Jesus. Fezus is like. Fezus. Fezus. Fezus, his grandeur lets you know um, you're smelling a burning of like sage and another kind of of incense called thistle grass and you know that to be like typically that's an incense that's that's sort of burned for like like warding like keeping away something bad Hmm. um it's specifically in uh in 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 celestian tradition so it seems like that's something that like if you were Mm -hmm. if you were practicing like worship of full that's something you would do is Mm -hmm. you would burn thistle grass and uh and sage and that would be like a you put that in like a sensor or something like to keep, you know, the, the smoke comes up and keeps okay. bad stuff away. And sure enough, you, you see at the edge of your, you see at the edge of your bed, um, uh, Naya, and she is not wearing her full armor, but she's wearing most of it. Mm. Like she doesn't have like, she has like her pauldrons on she doesn't have her chest plate on. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of just kneeling. It looks like in meditation and in front of her is like a, like a bowl where the incense is burning. She doesn't look like you get the sense that like she she doesn't look like she's sleeping, but it definitely doesn't look like she's awake. Right. Um, she's kind of just sitting there like quietly, like meditating while the incense burns. Um, what do you want to do? Um, <laughs> I guess I'll just. <laughs> Naya's eyes open. And she looks up at you and she goes, um, she smiles, I think, more warmly than I think you've ever seen her smile before. All right. And she goes, um, your dreams have ceased. Do you mean am I awake? Yes, but also you, I could tell your your mind was was very troubled, but you seem better now. Well, I am awake. Uh, Naya, Naya stands to her full height um, and she, she picks up the bowl. Naya's very tall. I don't think we've, we, we did sort of establish this, that, that Salt isn't very large. Like, Naya's tall. She's, she's a very imposing frame. Salt's dad's like a little guy, right? Salt's yeah. dad, yeah, Naya's taller than him for sure. Yeah. Well, he's the elf, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He's the, who, 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 he's the elf. <laughs> Who's the elf in the relationship? Whoa. 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 Michelle, who's the elf? <laughs> um, so she, she grabs her bowl and she, she blows out the incense. Um, so it stops burning. She, she says, um, I will uh, leave you to your privacy. I'm only wanted to make sure that you would no no wait wait a minute uh you say wait a minute naya waits and for you to say something else okay so you should know what i was dreaming about did you ask naya if she knows what you were dreaming about yes (laughs) weird ask Everything salt asks is fucking weird (laughs) (laughs) whenever she well i'm trying to think if naya would know yeah that's a good question. Make an uh, make a dream. Make a roll, <laughs> and I'll add your insight to it and okay. see. Right. Well, I, I guess I just add like your wisdom to it. Ooh, eighteen. 
Oh, wow. That's good because your wisdom is uh, zero. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. Who is mine? Um, Offended. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When you say, did you know what I was dreaming about? You see she does slightly react to that question, not in the way of like us, the players going, that's a dumb question. (laughs) Um, She reacts like she, like you saying that specifically, like took her off guard. Mm. And Naya says, "Um, I have seen, I have seen people fall into dreams like yours before dreams of other places, other times. Normally when they are receiving a gift from Fosatayal, a vision, uh, a truth, it's very dangerous to see such things, but blew my mind. You seem to have come out (laughs) none the worse for wear. And for that, I am very happy. Not all can survive such things. What? Why? Why? Uh, then she then she kind of sighs and she goes, um, uh, <sighs> 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 she says, um, none should bear full witness to what a god may know. There's too much to know. That god seemed to know a lot about me. Mostly just me. I was there most of the time. Naya is uh, curious at this, and uh, I think it might be obsessed with me. And she goes, um, hmm. I would say at this point, um, Naya kind of looks down at her, her incense and, um, she, it looks like she almost wants to, to start it back up again. <laughs> <laughs> she puts her mask on. <laughs> but, uh, but then, she, then she chooses not to. And she, she takes the incense and she sets it down by the, by your, your bedside table. And she says, um, if you ever, if you feel a little uncomfortable, um, with what you saw, Lighting this will help, I promise. And then she puts her hand over it, and you see like a pale light flow out of her hand into um, the bowl. Mm-hmm. She bows slightly. I don't think she really knows how to act with you, because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. normally this would be the part like if it was if it was Ellen Stephens to Ren, she would kiss you on the forehead. Yeah, but Aww. she doesn't. She doesn't know what to do. But I'm weirded out Too because soon. it's like I feel like I know her now because I know. Yeah, the alternate that's her. sort of weird, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, she just kind of bows, and um, like, she. Okay. She, I mean. <laughs> Little bow. Yeah, she says, "I'll I'll leave you, I'll what, leave what, you to rest." Why are you gonna go? Um, I think she goes. Um, uh, Naya says, "Um, I just, I don't want to intrude." Yeah, not intruding. And that takes her off guard because <laughs> that takes me, the dungeon master, off guard. <laughs> uh, I've seen death. I'm scared. Scared. She says, "Um, mommy, mommy, mommy." <laughs> All right. Uh, she she walks back over to where she was uh, kneeling. Um, she, there's a chair like at the edge of your room, a really fucking nice chair. Mm-hmm. She grabs it oh, and she yeah. carries it over and she sets it down um, and she says, um, well, what would you like to do? OK, so uh, I need, um, I'm going to try to explain something to you. And- are you going to are you going to tell Naya? Uh huh. Interesting. Because I feel like I could trust her now because of other Naya. And it's totally fucking with my head, right? It's like when you meet a celebrity and yeah. you feel like you know them, yeah. but they don't know. Yeah, you saw the podcast you for you. You've met the, her, <laughs> listened to her podcast a bunch, and now it feels like your best friends. Yeah, and she's just like the. Uh, That's so real. Okay. <laughs> what do you tell Naya? I'm, I'm guessing you're gonna kind of ask Naya's opinion on a bunch of different things. Yeah, I, I'm gonna tell her about the play scenario and. 
because I don't really know what happened yet. So in terms of like what the, the what was causing it, like. Uh, okay. So, okay. We, we haven't done this part, but we can do this now. Is this the part of the adventure where you guys are like asking what would effectively be like one of the principal characters? Hey, what did that mean? Yep. So you, <laughs> At least for you, me. Because you did that with you did that with Gil and you did that with Theris. Yeah. And Fizzy's not around. Yeah. Mm. Is Fizzy Fizzy, Fizzy died, right? Like straight up. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> you and your fucking riddles. You do so, know. You so, do know. So you're so you're ta- asking Naya about what, what happened with the play. Yeah. Then we'll say that like as you're as you're talking through what happened with the third act play, like Naya is listening very closely. Um, cause you, yeah, she did display some level of understanding of what was going on more than others did for yeah. sure. Like she sort of didn't balk at punching the red one and sending it into the wall. <laughs> and, and we can sort of open this up to the gang. Like if you guys want to ask a question of Naya, mm-hmm. we'll say that like, um, you're doing so through salt, cool. like salt had the idea to do so. Beep, beep. Yeah. Beep, beep. We'll say you beep, beep her. <laughs> Telepathically, you get on a, a, a fantasy Zoom. Call. You hop on a Zoom call because <laughs> everyone's socially distanced in the Spring Willow, and they are up on their curfews and masks. But y'all still need some information from Naya. Um, so, what what would you like to ask Naya about um, the previous um, the previous sort of adventure? And Naya will sort of, from her perspective, explain like what was happening, what was going on. Mm-hmm. This is that uh, this is that afterwards parlor room scene, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the um, I want to ask kids. why I got pulled out by uh, why I can't recommend Fulsatiel. Fulsatiel. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm guessing that like one of the things that you can say. So, Salt, you probably conveyed to Naya what you saw happen to Hemlock, which mm-hmm. was um, a bat creature bowed to him and led him somewhere else. And I'm guessing you would also tell Naya that's how his magic works. Yeah. And then uh, Naya uh, is very curious about this. And she goes, um, Hemlock can do magic by seemingly random action then. <laughs> Hamboning, yes. He's dancing in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only members in Celestia who can do that are known as magisters. They are able to <laughs> conjure the will of Falsetiel physically. Ah. But very few magisters exist outside of those who've been trained for life. Hmm. And you said it was a bat creature. It was a bat. Was the bat, was that, was that the bat in the suit? It wasn't wearing a suit, but it was a giant bat. I wish I had seen that. Um, She, she, uh, (laughs) so one thing about Naya that, that you've noticed like as an accessory, like she always has like a giant book with her. Hmm. Um, Nerd. She, <laughs> she pulls it up and she kind of flips it open and um, she she holds it up to you uh, to to see basically and it's a it's a picture of like uh, um, it's what Hemlock saw like that giant it looks like a fucking robot with four arms mm-hmm. um, but there are like things flying around it and one of them that's pretty close looks like a bat um, and, and she, suit. It, well, it is wearing something. Okay, yeah. good, good start. We're uh, on our way. <laughs> she says, uh, she says um, these are known as the Biaki. They are servants of Fosatayel, messengers and, and warriors. Um, if you're saying that one of them talked to Hemlock, then I believe that means that Fosatayel has placed a very particular attention on him for whatever reason. That's cool. Especially since he has the ability to cast 
spells as yes. one of Fosatael's magisters. So would that be, could that be positively, positively? Pop, pop. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> could that possibly be a bad thing or a good thing? Well, most likely very good. Sweet. Fosatael is a god of, of law, of justice. So if Fosatael would cast his gaze on Hemlock, then that would mean that Hemlock is meant to do his work. It's an internship, y'all. <laughs> you did show up at an office building. <laughs> yeah, you did. They have basically a job in a board. So, yes. Yeah. Michelle didn't see it. There was a bat wearing a suit and had bifocals. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that with bifocals. So that's, what? So, that's, so, that's a question about Fulset IL. Thanks. Um, and I will say that, like, us, the players, know that's, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what's another thing you want to ask? Do we know um, more about Fossadale or just what we've heard? Or oh, well, um, I mean, what would you want to know? Just basically like what his, if he's the god of law and justice, what that looks like. Or, or who is who is his antagonist? Okay, that's better. Who is his enemy? Who, who does possibly, he, that might be who does he not like? Interesting. Um, I think Naya uh, goes... Um, well, um, Fosatayel's true goal is balance. He wants things. Uh, I'm sorry. They want things. She, mm. she would have said it right. Mm. Um, Fosatayel's genderless. Gotcha. Um, they want things to be ever in balance, neither too good nor too, too evil, in order for the world to flourish. His true foe is the goddess Hell. <laughs> You do laugh at that. <laughs> uh, and Naya goes, yes. I, I, I too laughed during my training. To uh, what? <laughs> she is the goddess of conflict. And um, she, uh, she flips through the book a little and then she shows you a picture of, of a depiction of hell. Mm. And I don't know how else to say this, but it looks like, like a holographic picture. Ooh. <laughs> um, where... It looks, on the one hand, kind of like a normal woman, um, like a normal young woman, and then when she shifts it slightly, it sort of looks like like a like a like a rotted skeleton. Nice. Um, and as she kind of tilts the book back and forth, um, you can sort of see like it shifts back and forth. Hell is the goddess of shifting things and causing change, mm. forcing change. Uh, Are you anti-progress? Me personally, no. Because <laughs> that sounded a little bit no. reactionary. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Naya says no. She's like, uh, no, I'm actually quite progressive. Thank you. Okay, I've got my eye on you. Yeah, you might notice I always sit on the left. And then she went. <laughs> 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 All right, I accept. <laughs> you're you're allowed. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's okay. So, uh, Ren, did you want to ask a question about the adventure about anything that happened? To who? Basically, this is this is that scene where you guys are asking. So I know, jump from the hospital and I jump to her. We'll room. say that Salt just thought to ask something. She's holding her beep. Yeah, she has her I'm beep. holding it down yeah, so covertly yes, though. Yes, like, yes. yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> is uh is your refrigerator running? Very <laughs> good. Anyone? No? That's okay. a good one. No one bites. That's All a right. great uh, move. 
I well, why? I'm guess my question is how come Naya is cool and shit, and my mom is <laughs> laid up in the fucking hospital when they both did the same thing. So you, uh, Salt, would then ask like, because um, you you kind of knew what happened. Ren disappeared, and then she sort of reappeared. She re-teleported back into the play, even though you don't necessarily know what happened when she was out. That fact alone was very strange. Mm -hmm. um, and you did see like the outside world behind the altar when uh, you were talking to Viol. Um, and the outside world definitely did show Naya and Ellen and everybody. And Naya was like touching the crystal. You could tell like she was touching the camera. Right. So you asked her kind of what, what happened there. And Naya says um, in order to, uh, in order to breach through the wall so that your friend could help you. It required, it required an intensely strong feeling of care. It required someone to feel like they wanted to help beyond anything else in order to punch through the crystal. I was able to act as a conduit for that, but it had to come from someone, and that was Ren's mother. Oh, shit, I thought it was you. I was going to be sad. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, she but seems Rain like... Ren was the one trying to get in. She seems, yeah. like a, she seems like a lovely young lady, but I don't know her that well yet. Oh. No, I meant you. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Naya, mom, uh, no, mama. Uh, I, was a, I was a conduit for, um, for Ren's mother's... Um, so is meetings. her mom going to be okay? Uh, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, says, yeah. Um, <laughs> is she going to wake up and hate everyone? Yeah. After, the, after the spell was finished being cast, um, she collapsed, and I tried to awaken her, but nothing. The guard, you mean, does you mean she's dead? No, no, she just seemed to be have fallen into some kind of slumber. Oh. But I couldn't tell. <laughs> help anybody. But she, then she says, like, <laughs> I could tell there was nothing necessarily physically wrong. Um, something about, Only mentally. Something about the experience of bridging this gap was too much. Mm. Too much for her to simply snap back. I mean, yes, it should have been somewhat draining, but not like this. It was almost like she was... And I think the word she would pick here is electrocuted Oof. Um, by by the Yikes. magic that I was that I was needing in order to. So she's like back in digi egg form. Like <laughs> that was just like too strong of a spell, <laughs> and shit took her all the way back down. Yes. Okay. Is that a Digimon? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was a Digimon ref. You know when they like fully evolve yeah, and yeah. Then they're like all the way back down to an egg. Yeah, so, so she, much. she went back down to an egg. So it was too much. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool. So Why did you, did you say it in terms I could yeah, understand? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm over here thinking she's dead and shit. No, I, it wouldn't be. Okay, okay. Well, sorry, sorry. Oops. I mean, beep beep. My bad. So yeah, so so that's sort of the information you get, um, Ellen, to open that gate um, to get let you back in to help. Uh, it put it basically just put her into a coma. Okay. The act of doing that was so much that it knocked her out. and she. Wow. she so if I would have picked, who was my other choice? Caitlin, right? You could have picked Caitlin. Same thing would have probably happened to her. Same <sighs> thing would have probably so happened. Sad. Same thing probably would have happened to Dell. I would have been, I would have been sad. But whoever, whomever you would have picked would have, would have most likely been um, put into this comatose state. Uh, I should have picked the sheriff. I know. He wasn't, he wasn't there, but that would have been a weird pull. <laughs> I hate that. Teleport him here. He's an asshole. Um, any any other questions for Naya about the previous adventure? I'm guessing you'd want to know about Fizzy. 
Yeah, is Fizzy fine? Did you have any other questions? I said the Fizzy question was the last one. Okay. Um, um, so is there anything else you'd like to know from Naya? Do we have uh, an answer to why the it this the play was being staged at all? Like is oh. that something I missed, or is that <laughs> oh oh um, oh why things happened thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Naya Naya says uh, Naya's like I did look into a little bit about what was happening, seeing as um, I came in a little bit late to it. But the nearest I can tell, your friend Fizzy was being used as a as an anchor uh, for a spell to literally create a plane, mm. to create a place mm-hmm. where Fizzy or someone could exercise a measure of control. And I believe what they were trying to do is within this, this plane they were making, they were trying to summon something. Mm-hmm. And from there, it could come to here. Bastards. I believe that they were using Fizzy because Fizzy cared so much about... The arts. The arts. (laughs) (laughs) He seemed very passionate. I saw backstage that a lot of work had been done on the sets and the props. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Fizzy. And the stage directions. And the assistant director's clipboard was loaded with notes. Thank you. It was fucking (laughs) filled out. Yeah. Um, And and then she goes, um, your friend did not reappear when the plane ended but he might still be fine somewhere uh naya oh, goes hemlock like, you sweet summer child <laughs> I, I think i think naya says i don't i don't know what happened to fizzy mm. um i didn't i didn't see or sense his essence anywhere and then you you salt though you hear that and at some level you sort of are like you don't know why you feel this way but you're kind of like yeah, he wouldn't be. You're not totally sure why you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking back about what happened during the adventure, the first the, the the first thing that you did to help Fizzy was you you cast a spell of protect mm-hmm. good and evil on him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh. which which that. had some kind of effect on Fizzy for the duration of his being trapped and wherever he was. Mm-hmm. Like right. almost you, you feel that almost smugly. Right. Hanging out, obviously. She's like you fucking idiot, <laughs> dumb dumb. Um, but uh, but fizzy. Um, okay, like fizzy. Yeah, fizzy was cool. Butts at seats. What's, is he gonna put butts at seats? His final <laughs> words to Hemlock: End scene. Um, <laughs> oh, there. Was- you guys continue like you finish having your little conversation about what what happened. Basically, I'm gonna guess this conversation probably took a while. Mm. Um, probably took a couple hours. So the sun's gone down. Took a while. Took a while. Um, and, uh, I think, uh, Naya, um, seeing that the sun's gone down, there's, uh, she, she looks at the door and she, and then, uh, she just says now, and then the door opens and there's book bag with a tray with some soup on it. (laughs) He popped in with two big bowls of like, um, what's, what's salt's favorite soup? Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> Slightly melted ice cream. One one uh one one bowl of chicken noodle and one bowl of Ben and Jerry's cherry Garcia. Thank for the both of you. Slightly melted, obviously. And then she and then he places the bowl of cherry Garcia soup on the tray next to you. And then he hands Naya the very modest looking bowl of chicken noodle <laughs> soup. Um and she she says, Thank you, book bag. Actually, you know what? No, she wouldn't say that. She's like, thank you, Paramus. <laughs> and uh, Paramus walks yeah. away. 
That's not his name. It is his name. It's not his name. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she uh, she looks to you and she says, um, uh, "She's like, shall we eat?" Okay. Uh, Alrighty. And I will say that that's probably where we'll we'll end that scene. Is it, you and your let, mom have? Let me put quiet. my ice cream in my mouth first. <laughs> Salt, you take a fucking tremendous bite of yeah. ice cream. Yes, thank you. And that's that's how that goes. So that's fun. <laughs> Jealous. Jealous. <laughs> and I think the last Herb. thing we'll do is kind of set up for our next little adventure. Uh, Hemlock, you have spent the day bandaged up telling your sister Beatrix <laughs> all the dope shit you got. Cause man, fucking, you're like a Power Ranger up in here. Yeah, it's normal you're to fight salt. Rita Repulsa, and you're winning the day. I need someone. I need the, someone in the fam to know how hard I'm working. Yeah, she does. She's like, geez, Louise, that's a that's a lot, dude. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, she gets up and she walks to the window, and it has gotten dark. This is all like it's the same day. Right. And then she goes, uh, shit. Well, I'm not gonna tell mom and dad. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, that's your magic power. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but then she goes, um, well, here's the thing. I think you owe me now. What? Yeah. Oh. I saved everyone's asses back there. Oh, yes, you did. But I mean, my ass probably wasn't in danger. No, I think your ass would. Okay. First of all, I don't want to talk about your ass anymore, but thank you. <laughs> what do you, what do you, okay. What do you want? Well, it's a bit of a proposition. Oh, boy. She reaches into her pocket. <laughs> Takes off her clothes. No. Sorry, what? <clears throat> We're not playing Nekopara. She reaches into her pocket and she pulls out. It looks like a Xeroxed flyer. Oh, Jesus. And she hands it no. to you. And she says, uh, You're doing I'm going to let you rest. <laughs> get your measurements. Let me know what they are because I'll have to get the tailor to make the suit for you. Watch you later. Oh, God. You're dear. <laughs> and as she's walking out, she's like, hero. And she Whoa. leaves the room. And uh, you okay, look down. So wait, did she just turn into a bitch? Yeah, out of she's, nowhere? Just a no, she's just being a sassy older sister. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and as she leaves, I don't have one of those. So I don't know what that's like. As she leaves, <laughs> you look down at the flyer. Is it a contest? It's well, no, it's it's not a contest. There is a contest mentioned, but that's not what the flyer's for. The flyer is an advertisement for a ski lodge. <laughs> it's an advertisement for the Mount. Helene Ski Lodge and Resort brought to you by Lellard's Games and Vittles. Oh, damn it. Lellard's got his fucking hand in everything. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's every just, pie. And it gives some dates. The dates <laughs> fall right in line for like your winter break. And then it says in bright letters, almost like they're shimmering because they're magically <laughs> enchanted, so <laughs> a mystical evening of magic by the magnificent bee. And her wonderful assistant. And then right below that, it says her brother, Hemlock. She made this up beforehand? What the shit? <laughs> <sighs> and next time on the rolls we made, it looks like y'all are going to a ski lodge. Oh, my God. Are we having like a... <laughs> are, we doing, are we doing like a 1980s movie? Yeah, yeah. you're doing a 1980s no Hey everybody, it's Jojo, the Dungeon Master for the roles we made, because the real podcast were the roles we made along the way. Thank you for joining us in episode 36 of the roles we made, patch 1.3. Ooh, it's a patch day. That means there's new rules, right? 
Well, actually, this time around, we didn't. I didn't mess with the rules very much, and uh, they're probably going to be a, what I like to call a mini patch or a uh, hot fix. Probably closer to uh, the actual start of the next real arc in the series. Right now, we're going to be moving into one of those mini arcs, similar to the Clay Chimera. Just you know, a little little funner. One thing that I really like about these uh, patch days, honestly, is their little visits to Ozel Notchbrow, which are going to pop up next. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, wait a minute. At the end of that section I just listened to kind of sounded pretty final. Like, why are we uh, Why are we just suddenly going to Ozel's now? Why don't you just end the episode? Well, because they went to Ozel's and we recorded this stuff sort of out of order. So um, they've all advanced to level seven, uh, in case you're, you're curious. Um, and all of them have respect their spells. They've changed all their spells up. Hemlock and uh, Salt needed to uh, really mix up what they have. So now Salt is basically like a water and earth bender who can blow stuff up. And uh, Hemlock has a magic invisible knife that he can stab people with. So they are much more the kinds of archetypal arcane tricksters slash warlock characters they were this whole time. Uh, I think that's all the big announcements on the game. I'm going to do the ad now. Hey, everybody. The Rolls We Made is brought to you by Legendcraft. Legendcraft is a Canadian woodworking business specializing in cool, nerdy furniture for all your tabletop gaming needs. You can go on over to legendcraft.ca and build yourself a really awesome-looking table using the offer code ROLLSWERMADE at checkout, and you'll get 5% off whatever it is you put together. And you can customize those tables any which way you please, from the wood grain, the features you want, the number of people who sit at it, all kinds of stuff. It's great. And uh, right now they are moving into their newest Kickstarter. Legendcraft is going to be putting out there where they're going to be offering uh, you a chance to back a character magnetic tracker, which is character and spell health trackers for tabletop games, meaning that you have this wooden uh, plate that has metal behind it that you can use like a little disc to track all your spells and it's like held in place with a magnet and it looks cool like it looks so cool like I don't know about about y'all but it, it, there's something about having like a physical thing to track my spells that I think is so awesome um, and yeah paper is one thing but I have to erase that not this it's just beautiful hand carved wood with metal that I can move a little magnety thing around. Go to legendcraft.ca and you can uh, find out about their Kickstarter and also find out about these awesome magnetic trackers for spells and health for tabletop games. They're amazing. You are more than deserving of getting some cool stuff for yourself and your game group. So what are you waiting for? Go on over to legendcraft.ca, use the offer code rules were made at checkout, and hey, Legendcraft, Start your own legend. Next episode of our show is going to be coming out on December 4th. God well in the creek don't rise. And on top of that, uh, as I'm recording this, it is Black Friday. So by all means, please be very, very safe out there. Um, you should stay in. Buy stuff on, like, you know, Steam and hang out. Uh, I know that I'm not really planning on going anywhere to shop today. I'm probably just going to stay home and play World of Warcraft and be safe. But I want all of you to be safe as well. And hey, if you're finished listening to the roles we made today, why not go and uh, check out Geese Bumps? It's a comedy podcast that myself, Danielle, and uh, Jeff produce. Uh, it's really funny because we talk about Goosebumps books in a very funny way. Uh, I guess that's all I have to say on this episode. I hope you all have a very nice day. Thank you for listening. Bye. 
after events of dealing with the third act and all that, th- those happened before the break. The break just happened in the episode. Okay. So uh, now you, we're, we're, hi everybody, JoJo, Dungeon Master. We're doing our recording a little bit out of order because we just did a bunch of character management. Now I want to give the magic items. Uh, it's almost winter break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost winter break. In Chill fact, in I, 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 like you're, you've done your last tests for the year. Um, winter break and spring will last a couple of weeks, so you guys are going to get to enjoy like, oh, it's, yeah, 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 you get to celebrate <laughs> Yule and the new year, but right before Professor C- Cowan. Uh, <laughs> it almost sounded like Professor Cuck. I like, that's what, what I was thought gonna you were going to say. Professor, Professor Cowan. I'm all, ooh, he your, your home new. Teacher, <laughs> your homeroom teacher, um, she's saying like, and once again, class, just because you are going to be having break, it doesn't mean she glances out the window of the classroom and her face just lights up. And she goes, son of a gun. Class is paused. And then she runs out the door. Okay. And she is Ozzel here? Is, that, is that, she like have a little crush? Well, are they a thing? Everyone sort of is kind of uh, curious about it. I use um, my true strike. <laughs> <laughs> you just punch someone me. nearby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming you guys are going to follow along because we're doing our Ozzel event. Um, School's out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's actually a little early for school to be released today. The early whole, celebration. You're, you're, Professor Cowan just something. Uh, you follow her her out. Your classroom is on the second floor, so it's kind of on the inside. So she was looking into the closed quad. You follow her down to the closed quad, and you see that, sure enough, Ozzel's back. Yeah. But <laughs> in celebration of Yule, Ozzel has turned the closed quad into a winter oh. like a winter wonderland like garden shop type thing. That's- so, in addition to the many rows of books, Ozzel seems to have been very busy traveling around, gathering different knickknacks and items for people to like give his gifts to one another. Um, so, like, there's lots of like snow globes with actual snow in them. There's mistletoe that has an enchantment so that if you hold it over someone who likes you, they'll have to give you a smooch. Ooh. That's not. Oh. That's a bit I was much. hoping it was an enchantment so that it becomes an actual missile. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> Ozzel has two flavors, regular and extreme. <laughs> one's the smooch one. One's the, hey, this will hurt real bad. Parental guidance uh, using this one. There's also a massive collection of just the gaudiest sweaters. Yeah. Just amazingly beautiful <laughs> sweaters. Uh, There's like a dragon with a red, big red <gasps> bobble nose. Oh, my God. It, it yeah. looks pretty cute. Like uh, there's a big tree in the center of the quad that's kind of like done up with white frost and everyone's going up there and putting like little notes on it, like wishes for the new year. Um, And it does actually look like some people, some of the richer people in town are already here. Like it seems like there's some kind of a community event. Um, Some people showed up and are like taking them down and like, oh, I'm going to fill this wish. That kind of a thing. Wow. Um, So it's, it's a pretty big event. But as usual, Ozil Notchbrow, the librarian, has his <laughs> massive throne that's done up like a Santa type deal. Like Ozil's a dragonborn. He doesn't have a beard. I'm kind of picturing the Does ghost of Christmas. He has a fake beard. He hasn't and it's not even like it's not even like a good fake beard. Like you can tell, like it's <laughs> it's hanging on by string because you can see his chin. Glue. Oh god. It's just hanging down. There's a little kid sitting on his lap and he's like, What would you like, young warrior? <laughs> and and the kid's just terrified, and he was like, A book! And then <laughs> he, he, he picks up the kid for a second, and then like one of the one of his associate workers who's dressed like not like an elf elf, because that's like a person, but like yeah. 
Uh, I guess it would be a racial stereotype of an elf. Okay, I'm <laughs> with down. Like the, with like the pointy hat with the stripes, he takes like a fantasy picture, <laughs> a fantasy <laughs> Polaroid. He's keeping it in his mind palette. Uh, yeah. You know what? No. You know what he does? He quickly draws it. Oh, oh a quick sketch. He magically, he magically quickly draws it for them. Uh, but Ozzel catches sight of the three of you, um, and he goes, Well, well, my three favorite customers. I can see you are here to enjoy the bounty of knowledge that I bring once again and holiday cheer. And he hands each of you a candy cane. I love that we're his favorite customers, yet we have not bought anything from him. That's not true. Well, we get all we have not stuff. paid money for things. Oh, well, okay, that's right. Well, Wait, can I have one of the, the fruity candy canes? Uh, I don't you want absolutely that. can. Yeah, like, so he takes away the peppermint one and gives you one that's like Like the sweet tart yeah. one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says it's pomegranate. It's just sugar and your brain fills in the rest. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, how candy works. Then also says, uh, I have taken some of my finest books and put them in my Santa's throne. Ooh. By all means, children, hop on Ozzel's lap and pick a book. Pam. Oh, <laughs> I'm down. Tis the season. Oh, yep. Okay. I'll ride on up. He cracks every knuckle he has. Oh. That's There's that a lot loud. more than you were expecting. That was loud. It sounds There's like some someone extra. lit a firecracker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Oz, Oz, as before, Oslo Notchbrow has granted you um, a choice of items. And I believe the only one of you who has an asset is Hemlock. So you can target a slot. The other two, you have to just pick at random. Just got to go with it. I'll go with a rando. Okay, so who wants to go first? Whoever. Roll it. Roll it, dog. Which one do I roll? D20. 20? D20. <laughs> uh, and you, the one thing you cannot get is armor, or and that's it. Like, if you roll armor, I'll make you roll again. I got a 13. Uh-oh. <laughs> what is it? I mean, they're all good. Yeah. It's like Allegedly. you got another pen. <laughs> no, these it's a set. <laughs> um, Oslo's like, sit down on Oslo's lap and tell me what you would like for your Yule gift. Okay. And I'm sure you're just like, yeah. Ugh, <laughs> God, he's got just, an intense energy. Can I just like stand next to you? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, cool. So you kind of post up near the, the chair. And as you post up, you put your arm down and the chair kind of crumples in a little bit. Okay. There's like So the way that Ozzel's chair is set up, there's like a blanket over it. And when you move your arm, <laughs> oh, when you move your arm to see what you crumpled down, it was a, it was a box. With an arcane symbol on it that kind of looks like a check mark. Ooh. And um, when you ask, oh, what's this? Ozzel goes, oh, that's a new pair of Nikes. Oh, okay. Ooh. Well, hey. And not like N I K E, K N I G H K E. Oh, that's like a Knight, lot. but yeah, Nike. I get it. Here's a book. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's an it's a owner's manual for taking care of a pair of shoes. Oh, sweet. Well, hey. Um, and the shoes are contained we're in. So these are a pair of shoes named for the god Nike, who is a god of victory. Yeah. Something's consistent. These shoes grant the user advantage on athletics checks in an athletic contest. Oh. So like if it was a foot race yeah. or like you're lifting weights or something like that. It also allows you to jump double your jumping height. Yes. That's double pretty cool. Jump. That's uh, cool. Without additional effort. Now we can go times. back to all the levels we were at before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Go back through. So basically, you have you have double jump. 
Sick. Um, and uh, they also look fucking really cool. They match all your outfits. They're so sick. Oh, like the ones that you're they're wearing. So yeah. sick. They're so sick. Everything's so hot right now. Yeah, those, they, those those shoes. They're like the Yeezys. That's they're what, not the the Yeezy shoes. No. No. Fuck no. It. Oh, that's those. No, they're not. They're not Yeezys. <laughs> but this is the start of Ren's amazing shoe collection. Awesome. Uh, but no, now you have uh, Nikes. Um, so apparently, the double jump's gonna pop up more often. But. Probably. <laughs> just yeah. situate. You like, never know. I'm just gonna do it just to do it. Yeah. But j- just like me. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we're in town, I'm just give, jumping around, just constantly. Oh, and whenever we get into a fight, you should challenge whoever we're fighting to some sort of foot race. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Be like, let's settle this with a foot race. Yeah. Um, okay. Salt, uh, you get to roll now. Okay. You, you. The only thing that you have is... Uh, what was it? The 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 bottle of Diet Coke and the pocket wardrobe, which are both fucking cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I love them. All right, the bottle, the Coke is tight. Yeah. He stayed inside the pocket wardrobe. Five. I'm gonna need you to roll again. Five was a consumable. Okay. Twelve. Oh, this is interesting. Oh. Uh, Ozel does the same thing to you. He was like, "Yes, young <laughs> war- uh, wizard." <laughs> yeah, that's me. Definitely not the other thing I was nope, about to say. Not the other thing. No. Nope. Uh, come hop on Ozel's lap and tell him what you would like for Yule. Okie dokie. Uh, do you actually do that? Yeah. Okay, you pop on Ozel's lap. He's got a big yeah. ass lap. He's a big fella. I, I mean, I, I think you're probably just sitting on the knee. I'm being take honest. A nap there. Can I like curl up and like? You could if you so choose. Um. <laughs> <laughs> As you hop up on Oz's lap, uh, you feel your foot kind of slip, and you look down. And the reason why it slipped is because there was a small, uh, a small book there mm. of, uh, again, another fashion book. It was another Ooh. book of various dresses, but these Good. ones looked a little different. Um, you bent down and picked it up, and it was a book of like stylish. How can I put this? Stylish outfits for the war mage on the go. Ooh, um, like. pantsuits. Pantsuits. <laughs> power yeah, pantsuits. Yeah, basically like the power suit of like a like a businesswoman. Like Paul Grits, but they're all magic. underneath the, the 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 blazer. Oh shit! Yeah. Those are some hard like shoulder pads. Yeah. Whatever whatever AOC <laughs> wears when she has to blow something up. Yeah. <laughs> so you you flip through this a little bit and you actually do find like a leather dress that's Ooh. like that's like looks has magical runes on it. Ooh. Um, and he was like, "Oh, you like that, huh? Well, watch this!" And he snaps his fingers and. And then, like, um, he looks at one of his servants. And he's like, I did the snap! <laughs> and the other one's like, right. And then he presses a button, and then it casts, like, a charged prestidigitation spell. And a bunch of lights go off and sparks. Ooh, and then pretty. he quickly reaches behind the throne and holds up a gift for you. <laughs> magic. Um, <laughs> magic, <laughs> yes. Uh, and when you pull it open, there, sure enough, is the dress that you were looking at. Ooh. It is the War Mage's Reactive Leathers. Oh. Uh, this is a set of leather clothing that reacts yes. to the type of damage it receives. Holy shit, yes! So if you suffer a type of damage as the result of an attack, you gain resistance um, yes. to that damage type for uh, the duration of the day. So if you are stabbed, it becomes resistant to piercing damage. If you are slashed at, it's resistant to slashing damage. You get shoot with a fire spell. Yeah. It becomes resistant to fire damage and it lasts Ooh. for the rest of the day. Damn, dude. Right. So Plus, you, I look awesome. Yeah, so you'll take full damage once right. and then from that day on, that type of damage will only be half to you. From it's that, also just wow. a plus one studded leather um, armor. Hell yes. Um, all y'all just wear studded leather because that's the best armor you can wear with it. It's also like the tanks, best looking. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, technically speaking, you are. 
Me? Yeah, because you take half damage from everything and you have such high dodge. Well, I stay in the background and I let Ren do all the heavy lifting, so... Hemlock, you have an asset you can spend to get a specific item for Mazel. So I already have uh, armor and I have my... Uh, you have armor and one accessory, so you can choose a weapon, another accessory, or a consumable. I would like a weapon. <laughs> well, then you gotta roll. Um, and you're spending, you're targeting an accessory specifically? Uh, no, I want a weapon. Oh, you're a weapon. Okay. I want, I want a weapon. Okay. I want, so I what, want what'd you get? a weapon. 17. Oh, you, you walk up to Oslo and um, he kind of just sits there and doesn't react to you at all. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, a big, out. I'm a big boy. But I, but I mean like in sort of a weird way, like he's, he keeps like, he's like next <laughs> and you're just standing there and he's like, no, seriously. I mean, next. I'm right. Right uh, and then and then he hears you saying right here and he's like, whoa, <laughs> where'd you come from? Did you just cast the spell blink and disappear? No, my hair gives me away. You should have seen me. Oh, <laughs> well, pop on. And he points to his lap. <sighs> I'll pop on. You pop on. Am I the only one who didn't pop yep. on? Yeah. Yep. Hey, you didn't have to. You're the only poor sport. Um, and what would you like, young, small, unassuming, roguish type? Am I smaller than everybody else? You're smaller compared to Ozel. I know that. <laughs> He's basically a giant. I want yield. And he loves reading. I want for I want yield PlayStation Five. <laughs> I cannot give you that, but I'll give you the next best thing. Sweet. And he reaches down and he's like, "This is a knife." <laughs> That's nice right, kids. Video games are for nerds. Knives. Knives are where it's at. Um, and he does. He just puts a fucking knife in your hand. No, Dude, no fanfare. No just, fanfare. No. Just a knife. But what's interesting is the moment you touch the knife. Like it looks like it disappears as you touch it and then reappears and it's kind of like shifts shy. <laughs> and you, and uh, Ozzel, Ozzel sees you looking at it sort of curiously and he goes, "Oh, you don't know what this is, huh?" But nerd. No. <laughs> Here's the quick start guide. He gives you a, like a PS5 box with a bunch of books in it. You asshole. <laughs> uh, there's a quick start guide and there's an extra long manual which you just throw away. Yeah, fuck that. Um, but there's a quick start guide. Um, that says what this object is, and it is the blinking blade. Mm. Ooh. Uh, this blade periodically glows with a pale green energy. It also spontaneously sort of shifts out of being visible. Uh, and every long rest, you gain 1d4 charges and can use those charges to cast the spell blink. Okay. It's also a uh, plus one scimitar, 1d6 slashing, plus one to hit. It also has finesse and light. Okay. So I can use this once a day to like teleport. No, you can use this one d four times per day. Oh, to teleport. Oh, yeah, so four times up to four times. Up, up to four, four times. times. So, so do I? Do I, the first time I do it? Do I roll that one time? Yeah, and then we say like, okay, so you can you cast blink, so you can cast blink a couple more. You, you can use blink a couple more that's times nice. to like oh, vanish. So it could be a one way yeah. trip though. So if I just want to use blink to go across the room to get like a snack, I could roll and then be like, well, I have to walk back because I only rolled a one. Well, no, when you cast blink. <laughs> What happens is you you shift to the astral plane. Oh, it's dead. And you just kind of walk around. Cool. Everything's grayscale and nothing can see you, but like you still have to physically move in that space. That's ah, so lazy. Yeah, yeah, but you could use it to get behind people. That's true. Yeah. So ba basically, like in those situations when you're like, I want to sneak, then you can just say like, yes, you cast blink to sneak. It's good for my gloomy blade. Yeah, it's yeah. good for your gloom blade. Okay. Um, so there we go. Um, Ozel has... Uh, 
provided you with some gifts. I got um, some cool ass shoes, brah. I'm just while the, while everyone else is getting their gifts, I'm just double jumping. Mine's like I'm like place. that meme where it's like the mom asks you like, "What do you have?" and then she's like, "A knife." I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you guys are still at Ozzel's like little gift fair. Do they have those soft mints? Yeah. Sweet. Sure. One of those. You, you take one of those. They're, they're, they're coming out of a fountain. Sweet. Mm. There's a fountain of soft mints. Ooh. Did y'all want to get gifts for people? Sure. Since yeah. you're here, I just yeah. thought it would make sense for you to get gifts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could probably pick up some stuff. Wait, but I don't have any money. Let's not worry about that. We would like, have had to have gotten pick, some money at this point. <laughs> I'm, here's, I'll... I'll lend you the money. Yes, okay. we'll say that oh, Salt will lend you some some of the money to get like some nice little okay. tchotchkes or we'll things. We'll discuss for... interest terms Wait, later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? Yeah, so this is this is Salt using her rich kid power. Um, so yeah, um, Ren, who would you like to get a gift for? Can I only get one? Yeah, let's say pick a gift for someone, and then later that'll be a scene later. Could we all get it for? Uh... For Dell. Dell. We all get a gift for Dell. <laughs> I would recommend not doing that. Um, but yeah. well, I'm getting mine for so. Yeah. That's who you're getting yours? No, I'm not getting mine for Dell. Oh, yeah. I'm getting, I think I'm going to get mine for my my dad. Oh, okay. Because he had kind of a rough He didn't time. get to have the, the mom, yeah. daughter, dad, daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want, okay, so Ren, what do you want to get for your dad? I mean, I think I'm going to get him like a set, a canning set. So you know, because he likes making pickles and Aww. stuff, and he's been doing it kind and of. He's, di- been, doing he's been doing it sort of DIY, well, fucking back a lot alley of people style. People don't know it. He's he's starting his own Etsy. Oh, pickle. I mean, Etsy. Etsy. Fantasy Etsy. Fantasy Etsy. Yeah. Um, or his fantasy Etsy. That's what I like to think is he's like the arts and craftsy one. Yeah, and he's like, like a, my pickle stand. Okay, yeah. So you, you, um, yeah, you, you managed. You're going through like the many. Ozzel's disorganized, but his winter wonderland has like it still has kind of a logic to it. And you're able to find your a set for like a really nice canning set. Yay! Um, it's got the jars <laughs> and stuff for boiling. It has the thing to kind of press the lid on. Yeah. Maybe some puff pens. Mm. Decorate the mason yeah. jar. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm gonna say actually this canning set comes with puff pens. Okay. It's really nice. I don't know. Um so yeah, so so you have a canning set that we'll deal with uh we'll deal with giving that to your dad later. Yay. Um <laughs> Hemlock, what are, what do you want to get for somebody? I'm gonna get us I'm gonna get something for Jelson. Oh, that's oh get, Okay, what are you gonna get for Jelson? Jelson's been out of. We haven't heard from Jelson. Yeah, I haven't heard from Jelson. What are you gonna well, get? For, he's probably trying to keep it low key. Yeah, yeah he's probably he's trying to keep it on big. the DL. Yeah, so you're gonna, you're gonna get Jelson a gift. Or are you gonna get Jelson? I'm I'm torn between two gifts. I'm looking at them both. One, I'm looking at some sort of. I'm sure they have some sort of like enchanted like weight set. You know, something along those. Oh things. yeah, for sure. Like an enchanted weight set that kind of works like your gravitational printing yeah. where it's like a five pound size can be like two hundred fifty pounds curling. Oh shit. So I'm looking at one of those, but I'm also looking at um like that singing bass uh or Oh <laughs> shit, a big mouth Billy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, Hell yeah. I'm torn because I'm like He'd well, love that. He'd Take love that, but river. he would really use the the in the water. He's he'd really use the uh the the weights. So I'm I'm a little torn. I'd like to I almost wish I could roll to see which one I get. <laughs> yeah, just one. Just one. You want to give? They're both um, fine. I think. I think he would enjoy the weight. Yeah, I'll get him the weights. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I can enchant them later on to make them sing when he picks them up. Yeah. So you come to a, you come to a section of the Winter Wonderland that looks that I, I guess for some reason Ozzel decorated like the back of a cart, like stuff that fell off the back of a cart, but also like holiday themed. So there's a lot of tinsel, mm-hmm. which is a weird aesthetic. I don't know why he picked it, but that's what he did. 
And there's a lot of like track suits that seem like uh, like knockoff Adidas track suits, mm-hmm. but also some weight sets. When and you, one of them is mystical. When you walk through Ross, eventually you do find something that's actually name brand. And this is <laughs> yes. Yeah. Weirdly enough, like I think we found like a really nice like cast iron pot there. Like yeah, it was normally five hundred dollars was like fifty bucks. It's yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Off weird, the back of a truck. Weird stuff. <laughs> yep. So you got an enchanted weight set for Jelson. I'm sure he'll love that. You're gonna love it. Okay. Um, Salt, what gift are you going to get for somebody? Okay. So you see, <laughs> I'm going to get a gift for my mom. Oh, really? Oh. What are you going to get? I'm going to get her a little Someone's magic. really been growing. A little, not magic, a little, a uh, little. This last arc really changed her, <laughs> I think. I mean. Well, what's weird is the mom, like she interacted with Imagine Mom. You yeah, actually interacted yeah, with real Naya. Oh, you mean equal? My equal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a favorite. You're Roll Splenda. to see if you yeah. understood anything that she just said. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna get her like a, one of those knives you can put on your, like on your, on your calf, like a hidden knife. Oh. oh. Like a garter knife. Like a, like a yeah. dairy hidden like yeah. butcher's knife. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm like wondering if there's gonna be a weird thing when she finds out you're a warlock, though, because she's like, I know, oh, she's, oh, funny that, huh? Yeah. That I made her a paladin. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. that's like that's some light and dark shit. Yeah. You know? So, Joe tries to tries to make us like each other. I make us not I've, like I've, each other. I've mechanically made it so that Joe it's wants hard us to do that to not like each other. I like. Okay, so cool. You guys have visited uh, visited Ozzy. That's Yay. fun. 